Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Laura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah D. Young. Yay! No, no, nothing. Ooh. Hey, that's eh. better. <laughs> not not that's as trash. much of a pause. There, there's time. no peanut gallery today. So. That's true. I forgot that I'm sitting here and it's my job to hit the Yeah. Button. Yep. You know, um, it's funny. You got before we got started. Ryan looks at Sarah and says, "Hit it!" And Ryan and Sarah's like, "No, I'm going to press it." And I'm like, got me thinking. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't pull it. You squeeze it. Just, just squeeze it. Squeeze the trigger. Don't pull it. What's that from? That's that's basic gun yeah, safety. Oh, it's one oh one. Shows how much I know. It's one oh one, Dana. Listen. I called you Dana. I've said it once. Like, Wait a minute. I said it once. Late. I've said it before. Man, if I had hung late. for my food, I would have a really hard time because I don't know where tacos live. <laughs> so I work with what I can. Uh, truth. And so you, true. You're having a rough I'm time, buddy. I'm struggling. Maybe, uh, maybe we do need to do this a little more often. <laughs> Gets a You've rusty. been gone for two weeks and you can't tell me and Sarah apart. We look yeah. nothing alike. Yep. I was looking straight ahead. In the earlier episode, you couldn't get out any in, of the websites. In That's in true. in my brother Ryan's defense, you were just sitting over there. True. I mean, <laughs> so yes, but you moved too fast for him. You threw him off. <laughs> threw him off. Thank you. And this yes. is why we call him a boomer. Oh. <laughs> that is false. Wrong. Yes. <laughs> Fact check false. Yeah, if anybody out there <laughs> knows news. of a Wrong. good customizable mini, uh, what sound sound machine? I think we can, you know, like those red buttons. Yeah, yeah I think you we can. We can get one of those. You can. Just do a little like six button one. Yeah. And well, all you need, all you need is uh, an either an iPad or just a, a Apple like like a MacBook and oh. connect it to that and you can put whatever you want there's like a I whole bank i want to get you your own so then you can travel with oh. i was thinking or do we do we just get him a gopher grabber and he can reach <laughs> over and press the button i am he wants. surprised there's not an app for that seriously there probably is download an app and you can you can load up customize. different customized sounds to it and Man, play whatever you want that's a billion dollar idea well uh trademark uh <laughs> copyright dj lura <laughs> don't release this episode until we <laughs> until after we yep, have until once it's app. developed <laughs> Or at least the patents are signed. <laughs> I kind of already have that with my phone because I've got a few things at the ready. <laughs> yeah. I have the one that Except I go for to. when I go, you I, can't find them and you're like, yeah, hold on. Hold, this hold is on. an ad. That's kind of frustrating. <laughs> this is an ad. It, so Emma, <laughs> Emma was funny tonight. I don't know if you, yeah, were, she was. if you were there, DJ, when this happened, but I wanted to show her something on my phone and I couldn't find it. And she said, maybe you should just say it. And I said, no, I can't because it, it won't do it justice. Why don't you try? <laughs> I was, <laughs> that's funny. Why don't you just try? <laughs> she was sick of waiting, evidently. In the most like way possible. It was hilarious. Yeah. So, all right. So what do you, uh, what's what? going on? What's the haps? You've got, uh, do you, do you care to discuss your, your new, your new, uh, your new adventure gig. Sure. Um, I couldn't let Ryan have all the fun and excitement. So I am also, I've started by the time this goes out, I will have started my new job gig, whatever Ryan wants to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, I will be at Nexus path family healing in Fargo. So no more driving in the winter and the amount of people that I worked with that 
all true that said, man, you're not going to have to drive up in the winter. I said, yeah, it's going to be nice. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, oh, so good. I'll be... That's not the button I That's okay. Yeah, Congratulations. The, thank you. I'll be the marketing manager there and I'll definitely miss my team, but kind of similar to here. I just refuse to leave here and they still let me come back and podcast. So I'll do the same there. Oh, I'll just good. go back and hang out with people. So was that, was that part of your like negotiations for your contract? As you cut in a corner to say like uh, all rights and properties and phrases on that podcast is, is mine to use as I see fit and. Mm. Yep. Just make sure any, that one's that's any, fine sw- any swag or merch that I want to put out. Uh, you, you have no say over that. Yep. Swirch. <laughs> Don't do that. Hmm. So now <laughs> being back in, in the Fargo Moorhead area, I mean, that's gotta be a much better commute. Yes. Right? And a little bit more balance of getting to go into the office if I want to, and also getting to be from home when I want to and not have to drive an hour to get there. Nice. You know, um, before being in Fargo, I would, it was not uncommon to drive, for me a half hour 45 minutes to get anywhere like Gross. even just the grocery store it's just what you did i've lived Gross. here a couple years now and i'm like if i have to drive more than 10 minutes i'm ready to pull my oh. hair out and then when <laughs> gas goes up oh yeah so i can't imagine what it was like driving all the way to grand forks well, like every day my roommates and i like to make the joke we have a friend who lives in probably near davies the way south end of fargo mm-hmm. and we live in moorhead and we always make the joke of man, if we're going to go over there, we got to pack a sandwich. That's a, at least a 45 minute commute. In actuality, it's like 25, but right. Fargo Moorhead has the nice part of it takes 15 minutes to get anywhere. Yeah. That so I, uh, FMSC is during the junkyard. Oh, yep. The, and you thought the same Saturday. thing. And I was like, all the way to junkyard. I gotta cross the river. <laughs> I have to get on the interstate to go someplace. So this is, this is funny. <laughs> When I was in high school, there was a, one of our friends lived in Frontier and we would go. When you were in high school? In high school. So yeah, 95, 96. Yeah. What, we all want to go hang out on Friday or Saturday. Oh, we got to drive all the way down to Frontier to go pick her up. (laughs) Now I live south of Frontier. (laughs) Frontier has been submerged by the city of Fargo. If you're in the Fargo Moorhead area, it is funny to see that they refuse to be fully Frontier a part of it. They still Prairie have their Rose, sign. Right? Yep. Prairie Rose is still Yeah, Prairie Rose too. And you know what I love about that? We don't use this language here, but they're they're they would they would be considered they're a borough. A borough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boroughs are the boroughs. coolest. Yeah. And they have their own uh they have their own garbage and and mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff. Police uh, force. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they should their, they if they're a borough. <laughs> they don't have their own uh, fire department. They rely nope. on Fargo. Oh, for that. I see. Yes. I, they outsource. Yep. I see yeah. how it every, is. Almost everything is done through Fargo, like even their like post. Fargo, you Fargo. will do it. We will pay you, but we are not you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Independent. Don't tread on me. Is <laughs> it just like, yeah, we just like grow around yeah. it and it's just been like, yeah. yep, that's just. And then you see the little sign for Frontier and you're like, what is that? Yep, that's frontier. frontier isn't that, that isn't that what they call New York? Aren't the isn't New York yeah, like, called like the twelve boroughs or whatever mm-hmm, it is? Like How Manhattan many? and all that five. stuff. Yeah, five, five boroughs. Five. They're all like two million people each. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. gigantic. That should really be frontier selling point. Point. Do you yeah. live in a borough, but you don't want to deal with any New York, New York traffic? Come to North <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> Pretty much the same. When I lived in in the Philadelphia area, I thought that was the neatest thing: boroughs, because they were all swallowed up by. Philadelphia, but they're their own little communities within the wider community. I just, I thought it was cool. I could never wrap my head around the fact that like what boroughs were. I'm like, but they're not, but they're in New York. But yeah, but, like 
they're different. Right. It's like a city in a city. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the Vatican? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do they also that's have a, the Swiss a, protect them? That's a country within a city. Yeah. yeah. So... D- do you want to know how I always remember how many boroughs there are in New York oh, City? Oh, here we go. How do you What's remember? the joke? Because of the Beastie Boy album, To the Five Boroughs. <laughs> was that one before or after uh, Intergalactic came out? Oh, I'd have to look. I'm not sure. I don't even remember which album that was on. Really? Yeah. It could have been on Intergalactic. I have no idea. So are you a, are you a connoisseur of Beastie Boys? Oh, I love the Beastie. Do you listen to their punk stuff too? The old stuff? Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Before they before Fight for Your Right? Not really, no. no. Okay. Or License to Ill. But, you know, uh, on License to Ill, Fight for Your Right to Party is probably my least favorite. I, I don't like it at all. Okay. In fact, uh, it's the worst song on that whole album. And they, but, they would agree with me. But there's few, there's <clears> few <throat> albums where I can... Do you see the millennials just yeah. checking their phones? Who are the? Who are, I'm, I'm know. checking your dates. Who are, who are you the asked the question. I know who they are. Don't, yeah. Who are the beast? I would boys? also disagree that "Fight for Your Right to Party" is a great song. You like that song? Oh yeah. Mm. You need to listen to the rest of the album. Mm. Why would I need that, to listen to was, more of the Beastie Boys when there's so many other better '80s songs? That was <sighs> that was one of the few cassette tapes. See the Five Burrows came out after it. Thank you. I that, thought so. That was one of the That's few cassette tapes doing. that you could that I could listen to and then a flip over it tape? and listen again and flip it over and listen again until all of a sudden the the recorder just chewed it up. Oh yeah. I only yeah. Is one that like a mini uh, VHS? VHS? I know what a cassette tape is. That was a joke. But you're not. You, it, it, would be, it would be a joke if it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. I've said it. You've been warned. <laughs> oh, whatever. What were we going to talk about? I miss this guy. Good to have you yeah. back. <laughs> we got a couple things happening in the world. <laughs> like what? Um, hurricane. Yep. Yeah. Hurricane. Right. I, Did I you actually... go downstairs? Did you see my... my downstairs? Costume? Yeah. What's going on downstairs? The chalkboard wall. No. If you went downstairs, you would have seen the chalkboard wall. That's why I asked. Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. Well, oh, field trip. We'll have to talk about this I, next one. I have not been downstairs either. I do have friends and family in uh, Miami, or not in. Well, one is in Miami right now because they evacuated. <laughs> or Orlando. Um, they Fort Myers is where they live. Okay. okay. So I've got friends, um, three couples who live in Fort Myers. I have uh, uh, my grandpa's brother and his family all live in Naples. And then my mom's, uh, my mom's sister and her husband live in a city that I can't pronounce the name, but it's okay. uh, not. It's north of Tampa. But they all got out. Uh, no, the oh. no, not all of them. Some of them were like, "We're not leaving." Oh, my godmother's one of her daughters is in Naples, and it was like she was like, "I'll be fine." Okay. You know, part of the problem is that they haven't had a really, really bad one. In like a hundred years. This is a really, really bad mm-hmm. And they hear that it's bad and then it gets years. weaker as it gets 30. Is that the last bad one? That was my question of the week on the wall for that. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> what was it? What, what was it? Uh, Hurricane. Andrew. Andrew. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was 30 years ago? Oh, 92. <laughs> this one's, this one's going to hit Florida hard, but then it's going to hit South Carolina and probably Georgia. I'm not sure. But the thinking is that, you know, most people are used to, it'll be like a, like a two and go down to a tropical storm by the time it actually hits land. 
And so they're warned every time, you know, mm-hmm. get out. And people are just like, well. Now it's just a couple ticks from a five. Exactly. Yeah. This one's like gaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this force. one goes up to a five, I think it'll be the second worst to hit. I heard it's the fourth worst right now. Really? Yeah. That's what's on the wall. Wow. As their options were. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> <laughs> Do you just have factoids about hurricanes hitting Florida? Uh, today. When I was so, doing the chalkboard wall. So this is the the fourth worst to hit Florida or to hit the United States? Hit Florida. Florida. Okay. Specifically. Okay. If it stays a four, if it goes up, then I think it'll be like second or third. Have any of you ever been in a hurricane? No. 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 If you've survived a blizzard in North Dakota, you'd probably do just fine in a hurricane because you have common sense to like... Like I've been in, I've been, I was in Superstorm Sandy when mm-hmm. it was Hurricane Sandy, and then it became Superstorm Sandy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was far enough in that we experienced the storm, but it was for us, it would be like being in a tornado. So, what was the what was the wind? Still gonna pass like, on that. Like seventy miles sustained, fifty miles an hour sustained, probably fifty. And the the problem well, that's like a blizzard then, like yeah, a bad one. Yeah, and the problem in places like that is that they have a lot of trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And big trees that will come down. When I was in, in Charlotte, we got hit by an actual hurricane that came up through Charlotte. Um, gosh, what was that one called? They thought they, the, the worry was that it was going to be like hurricane Hugo, which was the bad one to hit that area mm-hmm. back in the eighties. Like it just wrecked everything. Yeah. I watched trees in my backyard tilt and sway for about six hours. But aside from that, it okay. wasn't, wasn't bad. The wind would be my issue. I, I well, have, just the wind is the yeah, issue. Yeah. It, oh. Unless you're right on the coast and then you have the issue of the water because yeah. it grabs it all and mm-hmm. just yeah. dumps it on you. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how they name the hurricanes? Sure. Alphabetical order. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. why? Who was like, you want to know what? We should give it a name. Yeah. You got to name it so yeah. you know how bad it was. They've <laughs> started doing it for blizzards too. Yes. Yep, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That hasn't really caught on as well yet. Yeah, no, because there's just too many of them. Well, the funny thing is like, okay. Unless you're in Texas. True. (laughs) So there was a really bad blizzard in North Dakota when I lived in Philadelphia. So it was like 10 years ago. And it just cracked me up to listen to the, you know, on the East Coast, the news is like, everything's Mm -hmm. falling apart. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Because so many things happen. Yes. And they called up, I don't know who the governor was at that time, but they called North Dakota and they're talking to the governor like, so how bad is it? He goes... Well, you know, it's pretty bad. Uh, are, do you call in the National Guard? No, oh, no. Then uh, people around town have been, been uh, you know, taking care of down. it. We, we seem slow. to have it under control. <laughs> and, the, and the, like, NBC News guy was like, um, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, was com- he didn't know what to do yeah. because the, uh, the governor was so calm. Yep. So. Yeah, that, it is funny. The, uh, the wind is bad, but I also think about... If you have a sump pump failure here, yeah, that's like devastating. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and there they've got like water. If you had a by level there, it would be coming through your living room window. Yes, we we know what flooding is like here. Yeah, and we put in a lot of systems to to handle flooding. <clears throat> that's what a hurricane is like mm-hmm. in other places because it's so much water so quickly. Yeah, and a whole lot of wind that just knocks everything down. And they have a lot more, you know. North Dakota is pretty flat with not a whole lot of things to blow up into the air and throw into houses and stuff aside from cars and people. Trampolines. Yes. So. Gross. Yeah. All right. 
What else is going on? Do we want to start with yeah the Gutenberg Bible or Iran? Uh, whichever one you want to start. Well, the with. the second one's in the news, and yeah. and and I'd like to. I don't know much about that mm-hmm. one, so so I have been following along with some pretty upsetting stuff happening across. I I guess I don't know the pond uh, in Iran right now where the morality police are taking it upon themselves to um, not only punish, but also kill women who they've decided are not properly wearing uh, hijabs, which are a part of their law over there. However, the morality police are not a part of any type of government sanctioned. I don't know what you would call it. Police force or anything like that. It's more people who have taken it upon themselves to do it. So at this time, it's probably the largest response from Iranian citizens, specifically younger people who are kind of taking back their right to freedoms of religion and, you know, dress and just being a person. Um, And women specifically are choosing to burn their hijabs or shave their heads or go out without it. And, at this time, uh, the Iranian government has turned off access to internet for their citizens just because it is being speculated that they're going to start mass executing these people who are essentially how they see it as revolting against their government, but just protesting against what's happening in their area. So so I have a question for you. <clears throat> that I just is just mm-hmm. kind of weird in my thought because I don't know how this stuff works. Maybe you do. What about Starlink? What know. if Elon Musk was just like, mm, we're just going to put a satellite over there? Probably help. Would that overcome? Like, I don't, I understand around like turning yeah. off the internet. How do you mm-hmm. turn that's, off the internet? They, that's the part I'm not sure on. Yeah. I'm pretty sure theirs is like, not like we are all like private companies. Like, yeah. um, what is it? Yeah. IP. I don't forget the, but yeah. they're all private companies, right? Like yeah. Midco could turn it off, but yet you'll still have, you know, other, other, companies. other choices. They only have one. I see. Yeah. And Iranian so they, internet service. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so they've chosen to just turn it off. So no one has access to well, the internet. Well, thus Starlink. Huh. I wonder too, I guess, I don't know how it affects. Like I think about this is probably a really dumbed down version, but like, Oh, my home internet isn't working. Okay, whatever. I'll just use like my cell phone data for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I you know I don't know. I, I I'm not fam- really familiar with like um, the landscape or anything of Iran, but like when I was in Nicaragua, um, like we were kind of up on a hill, and it would be weird because there'd be certain times of the day when I could go to a certain spot and stand there and get perfect reception. Mm-hmm. And then other parts of the day I'd go stand there and I got nothing. And so I don't know if, you know, different parts of Iran. Would like how it, their network is set up yeah. that they just are it's a little less reliable than what we have yeah. here. Well, at least the word coming out to us is that there's no internet because, look, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, no, it's no surprise to anyone. Iran is a totalitarian mm-hmm. regime that mixes a specific form of Islam. Um, I mean, they, they refer to themselves as, well, I don't know if they refer to themselves, but <clears throat> they're thought of as a theocracy. Their mm-hmm. religion and their, and their state are one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, and the, the version of Islam is Shiite Islam, um, which is, is the minority of the different 
there's more than one Islam out there, right? There's Sunni, yep. there's Shiite, there's a couple other smaller ones. But but Sunni is by far the dominant version of Islam, which is more moderate in general than than Shiite Islam. Um, and they've actually been at war with each other for centuries. So, you know, the makeup of Iran is a very interesting place and probably very much a powder keg where this might be something that mm-hmm. um, changes the entire landscape of what's going on in Iran. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's interesting for me is that um, unlike Christianity, which is a religion of belief, Islam is a religion of practice. So think of like um, when we say orthodox, orthodox means right teaching or right belief. Mm-hmm. You know, we believe in God the Father, we believe in God the Son, we believe in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That is not of concern for Islam because Islam is a religion of orthopraxy. So you can be the most moderate Muslim um, who's part of the, the the Democratic Party in the United States and you can be a member of, of ISIS or... Um, uh, or, or, or some of our other just extreme, extreme, extreme um, version of Islam, and they're both considered valid under the, the umbrella of what Islam is because they both practice the same tenets of Islam, even though the beliefs are far, far, far removed from each other. In fact, ISIS would say the moderate Muslim in the United States is a, is a pros, you know, proselyte as well. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very convoluted. And most Muslims follow the teachings of their imam, which is usually uh, their, their religious leader in their local mosque, Mm -hmm. because not a lot of people can read the Quran in its original language, especially in the West. Right. Um, And so the religion in Iran of Iraq, the the Shiite uh, follows the teachings of, of the Ayatollah, who's kind of their head imam guy. And much of it is tied into the um, <clears throat> the laws of the land. Uh, Sharia is tied to not just personal right and wrong, because that's, that's what Sharia is for most Muslims. It's not the laws of the land. It's, it's my own personal um, code of ethics. Mm-hmm. That's tied to what I've been taught at the mosque. But for them, it's, you know, uh, women, women have to wear the hijab. Women have less rights. Um, uh, uh, you can't, you can't, uh, drink alcohol. You can't eat pork. Um, you have to pray five times a day. I mean, these are all parts of, of what the morality police go around sanctioning people on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it really is a form of, um, of oppression for the average citizen because just like in other dictatorships, it's encouraged that your children or your other family members turn you in if you're breaking any of these 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 rules. I think of someone who's um, a native of North Dakota. Have you guys ever heard of um, Roxana Saberi? Yep. So she is a native North Dakotan. She graduated from, I believe, Fargo North. And she's, I think, a CNN reporter or something. But she made the news a couple of years ago because she is, um, uh, she was in Iran, and she's like, um, she's Iranian. She's also Japanese, I believe. And um, she um, was arrested. 
because she was accused of buying red wine, which on one hand, I'm like, wait a minute, you're in Iran. How can you buy red wine anyway if it's illegal? But apparently she bought red wine or she was accused of that and she was in jail for months, if not if not over a year or two. And there was all this effort to get her out of out of prison, but she was also a report like an international reporter mm-hmm. and stuff. And she's in she was a native she grew up in North Dakota. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how I knew she was. Former Miss North Dakota pageant winner. Yeah. That's now I know who yep. you're talking about. Once she was mm-hmm. my she was one of my wife's classmates. She lived down the street really? for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they went to school together. So yeah. that's what I think of when I think of Iran and this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, she wasn't killed or anything like that, but I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. It's it's just one of those things that as I've been reading more about, it's you feel thankful, but also guilty to one, live in a place that you have that freedom of religion. But then knowing, you know, if you're in that, if you are in Iran and you don't practice, if you're not a practicing Muslim or anything like that, you're kind of forced into this. In most Muslim countries, and this goes back to the history of um, the empires, like the Mm -hmm. Ottoman Empire, um, they called them, um, oh, I'm blanking on what what they're actually called, but ISIS tried to make their own version of this. They're uh, uh, caliphate, a caliphate. In the caliphate, the practice has always been um, that if you are Muslim, you have most rights if you're a man. Um, if you're a Christian or a Jew or some other religion, depending on the ruling class, usually you could continue to live and not be persecuted as long as you paid basically like a, like a tax. Mm -hmm. That's been the practice for years up until the fall of the Ottoman empire at the beginning of the 20th century. Then as, as the old empires of the caliphates have fragmented, things have become much more, uh, aggressive against unbelievers. You had ISIS that was, you know, they were chopping people's heads off mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for claiming Christ. I don't know what the law is for Christians in Iran. If there's the same kind of, if you're, you know, you're tolerated or you have to pay a tax or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that it, it's secondhand status. I know for a fact that's the case in places like Pakistan because I had a professor who was a Christian there who was basically treated with secondhand second class status because he converted from Islam to Christianity. So we really have no idea Mm -hmm. um, in other parts of the world, being a Christian and, or being, being the non-dominant, even in India Mm -hmm. um, being the non-dominant religion uh, there's persecution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't know what persecution is. We talk about persecution like, Oh, you were mean to me. You disagreed. You just mm-hmm. disagreed with my truth. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, whatever it may be. We have no idea. We have yeah. no idea what persecution looks like. Absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> no, because like, there are videos where I like get really mad when I watch, watch them because they'll act like it. Like it's so hard to be a Christian in the U.S. And like, I understand that, but like, it's really not compared to like yeah. other places yeah. where like you literally mm-hmm. risk your life for it. Mm-hmm. Our biggest danger is being embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. They made fun of me. Yeah. Or yeah. like if you think about, oh, the biggest sacrifice I'm gonna have to make is I can't sleep in on Sunday. Right. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're at twenty seven minutes. Twenty seven. Well, it's gonna be twenty eight by the time we're done. 
Okay. Talk about the time. Talking about the t- <laughs> Do we have any more uh, on this topic? I, I did. Did you have more that you want to share? I mean, I'm I'm going to go read up on this because I don't know much about the story. I just saw that these things are happening. No, I that was. It's just in response fine. to one woman, right? Like, yeah, what it was, yeah, she was an activist who she's 22 years. She was 22 years old, and um, her family was told that she was going to be taken to a basically like jail, and instead they on the way to there they beat her to death, hmm. just because. She, they determined that she was not wearing it because correctly. They could, yep. is essentially could. the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right. Because they could. Yeah. Well, that's what tyrants do. Yeah. Just sad well, days in it's just the weird. world right now. Yeah. That like things like that can happen and nobody like. It. I don't know. Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, do you want to keep going or do you want to? You want to call this one good for let's, this evening? Let's cover the um, the other one. Okay, the Leafs. Yeah, this was yours too. All right. Um, so I on a little bit lighter note, I saw a TikTok and it made me wonder because they Cause can't put anything on TikTok that isn't true. You have to wonder with TikTok because they don't put anything on long enough to really get a clear, concise yeah. truth. It's t- exactly. <laughs> so I saw Answer. I saw wonder. this man who is some type of book collector and somebody had asked him a question, you know, what's the oldest book in your collection? He said, well, it's, the, not, a book. it's not a book. I have a leaf and he has a single page of the Gutenberg Bible, which yes. from pastor DJ Lura and the, the late great pastor Paul cross. He's not late. <laughs> he's not dead yet. He, he's, he's, <laughs> sure late. he's not here. <laughs> Paul, I apologize. So, and, and, and I mean this in, in the kindest way. Uh, just to be completely precise, uh, the Reverend Doctor Cross is no longer pastor. Oh, sorry, the Reverend Doctor. Pastor um, is only when you're serving a congregation. Paul, I apologize. So we just call yeah. him Doctor yep. now. I'm sure no, it's Doctor Cross. Yep, PC. Reverend Doctor Cross. Just going right, PC. right for the nickname. PC. Uh, <laughs> I. We talked a lot about the Gutenberg Bible as the Church of Atonement and in staff and whatnot. So I was just very confused when he was talking about how he owns this because my mind immediately went to, what if you spent all that money you got like kind of a crappy Bible verse? <laughs> I don't know if you can say that, but like, what if you don't get a full chapter, you get a middle of a story. How, how does this work? And I thought, you know, who's going to know that? Like, DJ. Did they, did they break yeah. the book apart? Like, you just were like, look at this whole Gutenberg. We're, you want to know what we should do? Nope. Pull it apart and sell the pages for millions. Yeah. Like, (laughs) would you get more of it as a whole? Like, would it, would you be able to charge more whole whole or separate? Like, can collectors buy a whole one? Like, I know there's not a lot of them. So like, they're all, there's a lot of (laughs) questions. Let's let's back up a second. (laughs) What, what is the Gutenberg Bible and why do people want to spend millions of dollars on a fragmented piece? What a great yeah. question, Ryan. Let's <laughs> yeah, start there. Step one. <laughs> right now I'm looking up like the worst Bible verses, just imagining <laughs> which one. <laughs> so you don't want to. So um, back in the days of Martin Luther, mm-hmm. it was the end of the dark ages, kids. Was back the best when they, of times. It was the worst. No, of times. there was no best of times in the dark ages. <laughs> it was, it all, was it worst times. It was the worst of times and worster of times. <laughs> the worster. Um, and at back in those days, if you wanted to record something like a book, 
you had to write it out by hand. Okay. And yeah. the book the book was still bound like a book because that was something new that happened closer to the start of the New Testament. But uh, you had to write it all by hand, and that's okay. just how it was done. Well, along came this guy named Gutenberg, and he somehow... Steve? Was it Steve? It wasn't Steve no. Gutenberg. Jeff. I think it was, uh, I think it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> we actually wouldn't need to know his first name if it wasn't for you. Right? Yep. I know. <laughs> Darn it. Do you know who Steve Gutenberg is? I, I no. was right. It's, no. it's, it's John Gutenberg, or as they say, Johan back in the day. You don't know who Steve Gutenberg is? Should I? Do you guys know the police, police academy? academy? No. Oh, like, wow. Is that the Ryan? Is that the movie? So I'm thinking that's of the, Reno 911. No, that's it's not a, it. It's a Motormouth Jones. You know, you know him. <laughs> the last thing I searched was Coolio. If that just doesn't tell you that we've been podcasting, <laughs> Police Academy. <laughs> While you're figuring that out, let me get this back on track. It's not Steve Gutenberg from Police Academy fame. It's Johann Gutenberg who developed the printing press. And so the, the sad thing is that some people will get this and find this funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's, there's people here's, just getting done laughing right now. Here's something for me to bring in the younger group. Bring in the kids. Kim right. Cattrall is in it. From She was uh, in Sex in the City. Yep. There we go. Look at that. That's probably her she start. She was in Police Academy. I don't know how many young kids even know who Kim Cattrall is. <laughs> I was going to say, honest. like, you're actually Sorry, pushing I'm, it, Sarah. I think 20 something. You're dating uh, yourself. Yeah. Getting okay. the millennials, not the Gen Zs. Oh. <laughs> she is Gen Z. Okay. Johan. Yes, you are. So Johann Gutenberg figured out how to uh, basically print uh, mass letters and and uh, the printing press through the printing press. Mm. And mm. so, what is one of the the things that was printed early on was the Johann Gutenberg Bible. Uh, okay. Mm. And so that allowed for the Word of God to be mass produced. And this was in German, I assume. Well, the name like Gutenberg. Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, uh Johann Gutenberg. That hmm. sounds rather. Yeah. The, uh, I was just assuming. Yeah. Mass <laughs> movable metal type in Europe. And it, and so this was actually a genius, um, invention that really caused the, um, possibility for the reformation to even happen, to move us out of the middle ages and into the Renaissance. Because that's what happened during the time of the Lutheran Reformation, and it, and because of the Gutenberg, um, because of Gutenberg and the printing press, Luther was able to write the Bible in the language of the people, which became the Lutheran Bible, the Lutheran New Testament in German. But the Gutenberg Bible, I believe, was um, it, it, it was originally translated in the Latin Vulgate, so it was just in Latin. So if you didn't know how to read Latin, you couldn't read it, and really, it was against the law of the church for anyone who wasn't a priest to yeah. not be, to be reading, reading um, scripture. That's why it was in Latin. So not okay. in German, in not Latin. in German. Yeah, it was in Latin, but that's international language. So would it matter if you got a terrible verse there? You can't read it anyways. <laughs> yes. But what would be, <laughs> what would be one of those terrible verses? Uh, let's hear here. Uh, here's the number cool. one that was picked. Um, from Samuel six nineteen, God Himself will kill tens of thousands if it pleases Him. That'd be bad. Yep. Well, and He smote the men of Beth Shemesh because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. Even He smote of the people fifty thousand and threescore and ten men. Fifty thousand wow. seventy. Yep. 
Smote's a pretty cool word. Isn't that a good one? Well, smote. The you Gutenberg. smote. Don't you smote steaks and or yeah. smote pork and? Uh, not not as much since I. Since you I, smoke it. You don't I, smite it. Since I ruptured my art chilies, I haven't been out there as much as I'd like to be. But I'm getting. I'm I'm working my way back in. Okay. It's be all right. Cold. Well, oh no, I do it all winter long. Oh man. Do you move it inside or do you do it outside? Out on the deck. Uh, okay. Mm, yep. Bundle up. <laughs> okay, so we've got this Gutenberg Bible Wait, that was yes. written in Latin, a mass printing press by Johann Gutenberg. Quick, yes. Can I ask a quick follow-up Johannes, question? yeah. So actually, my question of what if you get a crappy Bible verse would be kind of null because yep. there wasn't like, I couldn't special request John 3.16 because at this time it wasn't broken up into like the chapters and verses. So, Correct. It, it, oh. It, it, well, that's sort of. During the time of Luther, the scriptures would have been split up into chapters, but not verses. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So where did they get all these pieces? Back to Dana's question about yeah. who decided how to carve it up. Like, what if you just, and, and did you pay more for a full page? Or if somebody just notched out a little Salah for you, is that like, I'll give okay. you 50 cents for a Salah. How do you get antiquities? You don't go, unless you're going over to, you know, grandma's antique store and getting furniture that was made in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Um, I got this jacket for free. Or that jacket for free. <laughs> if I had known, I'd have asked for like 60 bucks. When you're talking about antiquities that are uh, incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. uh, it's going through an auction house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and so what you get are, you know, look, you're talking about Bibles that were printed 500 years ago. Most and of them aren't whole I, anymore I'm, anyways. We, <laughs> I'm not talking about now, like if yeah. you wanted to get one now. Like how did it, how did it become uh, just leaves? That's, that's the point that I'm getting at. So you have decay over time, mm-hmm. and you also have World War II, World War One, Sure. All other kinds of wars that decimated, you know, Germany, if you want to start at that location, but all of Europe, yeah, that's where these would have been disseminated out more than anything else. And so just like the Dead Sea Scrolls or other ancient antiquities going back thousands of years, we have fragments that are left over. Mm-hmm. It could be someone got their hands on a Gutenberg Bible 100 years ago and thought, I'm going to make me some scratch and yeah. split it all up. Sure. But what we have today would be um, fragments if not an entire collection. I, I'm sure there are a, f- a full collection of, of of the Gutenberg Bible. I just don't know how many. So this, but obviously this was in someone's possession whole at, at one, one time. Point. Yeah. It, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't like the Dead Sea Scrolls where all of a sudden they they found this thing in a cave, cave. somewhere. Right. In a jar. Right. What I can tell you is what we have, because there's a list of it on Wikipedia, you know how, uh, how good Most they are. source. There's yeah. 27 complete copies in Austria, or Austrian? No, Austria. Um, and there's a bunch of incomplete copies in different countries. There's a complete, uh, 15 complete copies in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just... So there are whole ones out there. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. thir- there's like 13 in, in uh, Germany. But these are probably the ones that like were already broken or missing yeah. pages, and they were just like, we'll just start... Yeah, or or some collector had a copy, had a leaf, and um, decided to sell it, and that's how that guy got it. Hmm. Where'd the cover go? <laughs> that's what Ryan wants. <laughs> he wants the cover. Somewhere there's a very mad librarian <laughs> wanting to talk to some how you treat books. <laughs> Who got the maps? <laughs> <laughs> the dedication. Day. 
I'm just imagining this being the next uh, National Treasure movie, and Nicholas <laughs> yes. Cage just has the cover, and he goes, "I'm going to get the rest of this Gutenberg Bible." <laughs> Where's the maps? Anywho, okay. So that's that's how that's how I got it, and so. You know, the money you pay is based on, you might be like, I want a good verse. So, okay, so, <laughs> so now. So this one's a little I'll not put 10 as bucks good. on Habakkuk 2.4, but I'm holding out for John 3.16. So that. 50 staying in my pocket for until that yep. one rolls out. I'm not putting the paddle up until I see a good one. <laughs> so my question sounded like a joke, but I would like the, is, how much are people paying for this? And are you paying more? Like if you get a good full size yeah, page or if guy, you get, I'll, let me find the TikTok quick. I'm pretty sure this guy TikTok. had a full page. I sent it to Dana and I think he said he paid like $5,000 for yeah. it. For how much of a page? A full page. A full, a full page. page. Unfortunately, this isn't going to be going to like uh, Jamestown auctioneers. Yeah. Yeah. You're Unfortunately, not gonna, this right. would be like a, an auction house in New York or, yeah. or okay. London. And, and then they're like, you have to be, background checked and yeah they'd be aiming for a, for high end they'd have to see your bank account <laughs> oh, okay check sure. your bank account to make sure you got got the you know the, you make sure you're not just raising your pedal for the fun that's of it. right they got the doubloons mm -hmm. to pay for this because yeah. it's going to cost doubloons huh very interesting yep i just watched uh the uncharted Aren't movie last so night. good <laughs> i i need to see that i've heard it's they really were good. at an auction house so that's what i'm thinking mm -hmm. of now I, do, I watch a lot of documentaries. Yes, you do. I do. And I've watched some really good ones lately. I watched the uh, the Bling Ring just mm, recently. Like the, on my list. I've seen the movie. No, the movie is... is the movie's terrible. Incorrect. Not only is it probably... I haven't seen it. but I watched a documentary. I watched Cobra Kai Season 5. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I the best watched, season yet. I also watched... And we, we could talk about this one sometime. I think this would be fun. I watched Sins of Our Mother yes. on Netflix. That, Speaking of... Those stories just turn my stomach. Isn't it terrible? I'm a pass. Yeah, it's not a... Have you seen it? Yes, and I've listened to the documentaries, and I have so many questions. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't have any questions. Was the guy... Well, we can talk about... That one's like... Uh, he was a cult leader. Well, I mean, right. And he was writing his well, own Bible, right? Yeah. I also... This always comes so up to me whenever lost. I listen to cult things because I genuinely sometimes feel bad for the like LDS Mormons yeah. because so many cults end up coming off of it and it gives them such a bad rep. And it's like, you know, they just want to worship God and do whatever well, they're well, doing. I, I would point out, and this it's funny, kind of coming full circle here. We were talking about Islam earlier, right? Yep. Yeah. You could make the argument that uh, the LDS church is also a religion of orthopraxy over orthodoxy because okay. they have several official doctrines that the average Mormon does not know about or mm. believe in. Mm. I, I had many Mormon friends growing up in the Pacific Northwest. They believed in Jesus just like me. And a lot of the other things were kind of like, you know, yeah, Lutherans, they, they sing a liturgy. Mm -hmm. uh, Mormons, uh, they have their rituals that they do that's how they yeah. would look at it so yeah it, it those uh those two documentaries were really really good but the uh, sins of our mother was like man that's crazy well and i guess my what point is, is that? that the breakoffs from the lds church do not follow the hierarchy that yeah. they have in place because it is so um 
Oh the, wait, is it okay? It, I got it, it. it. It is. It is based on what they do and not what they believe. Okay. Well, so this is my Dana was asking what it is, or do you know now? I think I got it. Oh, okay, it was the the uh, Lori Warren, Fallow, Warren. Chad Daybell. No, no, that's another thing. Oh, okay. No, That's, I don't know okay. where we sweet are. and pray. I remember when this was in the news and what blew me about it when it was in the news, I'm like, wait, wait, she can just not tell them where her kids are? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, it's that one. It's the one who took her kids to Hawaii. Yeah. And she still hasn't told them where the kids are. And I think they found the remains of the kids. They, they, did. they did. Yeah. On his yeah. property. Sorry. The kids are fine. They're fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's her friend? What she mm-hmm. keeps saying. They're fine. They're fine. Kids are fine. I, See, do this you, is why I don't do... Mm. This is also. Do you have work to do in the basement after we're done with the podcast? <laughs> I don't. So I. Sh- so it's okay if I bring this up. Then oh. I have also finished the new Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. Yeah, was it good? Oh, it's it's That's hard. Not a documentary though, right? It's That's- a biopic about. Oh, I mean, it's kind of a documentary. He's the only serial killer who's like had no problem chit chatting about his everything he did. Sure. And what I want to know is, do they discuss his? faith they do they talk they show in the spoiler alert they show in the last episode that he's baptized and this is where i wanted to ask i need to look to see how true it is or how much they fluffed it up this is gonna be a cliffhanger here (laughs) is they show him getting baptized Mm -hmm. and he was baptized the same day that john wayne gacy was killed yep that's put to death and then it shows that the man who killed him in jail was also a man who has found very deep faith in jail or in prison mm. and said that he was commanded by God to do this. So I need to look into more to see how true that is and how, how that plays into things. But we might need to talk about that more on we're the next episode. Come, we're going to be gone. Dun, dun. We're gonna have to come back. I'll have Cliff, to watch cliffhanger. that in the meantime. Yep. Cliffhanger. Yeah. It's a tough watch. Just yeah. be careful. That's your homework, listeners. Go watch Cobra Kai season five. Yeah, watch that. Not <laughs> do that Jeffrey one. Dahmer unless you have a very strong stomach. Okay. Yeah. And a very well, tough I mean, heart. I mean, I was, um, how old were we? About 12, 13 when the whole Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. thing was going on. Yeah. We were they school. were hauling out the, the vats out 91. of his apartment and stuff like that. They, that was all right on the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slopping it down the stairs on the way out of the apartment. Yeah. You can stop. I know you're doing it because <laughs> I don't feel good. Ryan, why don't you wrap us up? What? Wrap this up. Pray right, us who's, out here. who's praying us out of here? You got it. I am? Yep. All right. Does, does he? <laughs> Yep, like he just don't say sloppy us out of here. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Dana. Dana just prayed the other day. She said she prayed for me. Well, I'm okay. going to get a postcard in the mail about it. That's true. I was I there. I did that. I did that. I saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, thank you for this time, Lord. Um, uh, God, I uh, I thank you for atonement um, and uh, the the work that they continue to do. I uh, thank you for the staff, and um, I know that they're in a busy time that's just going to keep getting busier as we uh, as we continue on. Um, and so, Lord, I, I pray for blessings on them. God, I pray for the people of Iran. Uh, I pray for the, the women there, for the people who are being affected by uh, what's going on over there, Lord. Um, pray for softened hearts, mm-hmm. um, um, not just in Iran, but all over the world, Lord. I pray for for uh, blessings uh, of of softened hearts and uh, changed hearts uh, and and uh, people looking toward you, Lord. And uh, God, again, I, I thank you for the blessings that we have here to live in a country where we can have these discussions and and um, know that we are not going to be persecuted in the streets for them. So, Lord, I thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Okay, so I totally botched this last time. Does somebody else want to want to take? No, you got the, it. Okay, give it a try. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here with us today. If you enjoyed this episode of that podcast, you should let a friend know. What's the matter? My ears bleeding now. Oh, yeah. No. So, so uh, uh, we, you can go to YouTube. I don't know if you knew this or not, but you can go to YouTube and you can click that, hit the, the notification bell, mm-hmm. and you can subscribe to the Atonement Fargo channel, and you will have access to a library at this point. Yeah. A library mm-hmm. of past worship services, past episodes of that podcast, past Bible studies. You can still go back and get the, the uh, um, Revelation Bible study. Really? Way mm-hmm. back, from way back when. You might have to scroll away, but you can find it. You know, you can even Man. find some, like, TikTok compilations from way, oh, way back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, giggle a, at something. A, a library. And so you can find that on YouTube. You can also find that podcast anywhere you find your podcasts. I won't say favorite because this one should be your favorite. Yeah. And so you can go to uh, Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Castbox, wherever you find them, and uh, make sure you get subscribed so that you get them as soon as they come out. In the meantime, this Sunday at nine a.m., there will be a tradition service live and a modern service at ten o'clock live on YouTube, Atonement.live or AtonementFargo.org. So, 10:30. What did I say? You said ten o'clock. You can be there at 10 a.m. There's going to be some really cool people doing a pre-show and oh, yeah. some announcements going on, so you can learn That's more not then. not until 10.20, though. I botched it. I thought I had it. There there will be ice cream. <laughs> I mean... Um, ice cream? Well, you'll have missed it by the time this one came out. I Sorry. think I think this next Sunday, which people won't know because this will come out after the Sunday happens, but it's going to be Sarah DeYoung and me on, on the pre-show. Really? No, no, not it's a not. town. No, You're a town? Not, yeah. yeah. Oh, who am I doing with? Who's pre-shown? I with said you? I would do it, and I, they told me it was gonna be Sarah. Who's pre-shown with you? I don't know. I'll have to find out. Dana Mashevsky. <laughs> that means she'd have to get up in the morning. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I can do ten thirty. Unfortunately for you, I'm gonna be watching the Doctor Harold E. Hey, Salem. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to rope you back in. You just got out. Uh, Every time I get what up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Every time I get up, they pull me back in. Come back next Wednesday. Hey, you came here of your own your own choice. I didn't make you come here. <laughs> all right. I said it all. 9, 10, 30, atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, or YouTube. You can worship with us this Sunday. So for Pastor DJ Laura, Sarah DeYoung, and Dana Mashevsky, I'm Ryan Janke. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. you have to turn it up the whole way? That was quieter than you've ever said riveting. No. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs)